the event that uh, took place yesterday in Germany that is the fact that uh, more than 100 parishes, Catholic parishes, were in agreement to celebrate a kind of liturgy to bless all the couples, especially all people in love, especially homosexual couples, as a sign of God's blessing because love wins. This was the motto of this political campaign. Love wins. And uh, they had actually, uh, they programmed this uh, event much earlier, especially to contrast openly a recent intervention of the Congregation for the Faith uh, about a response to a dubium, to a doubt which was raised by some, I think, bishops about the possibility, licity, of blessing homosexual couples. Is this licit? Can a priest bless an homosexual couple? And the response of the congregation published uh, quite recently, this was published uh, last 22nd of February 2021, to this uh, doubt, the response was clear and said no. We cannot bless. We can bless the person, but we cannot bless any kind of union which is trying to uh, be compared to the only union made by the Creator, union between man and God, blessed with the sacrament of matrimony. Any other union or any other kind of partnership which is in contrast with this only possible union, only true, natural and sacramental union, is in fact a way to deny God's creation. It's directly against what the Creator did. So uh, that's why even if it is a blessing, this blessing is not licit, cannot be given even to these people in these situations. And uh, the so it's, it's uh, a way to put into doubt the, the only union, the sacrament of matrimony. And it is, it is like blessing something which is directly against God, like to bless a sinful situation. And this is never possible. So to react to this decision, quite clear, these priests and uh, pastoral people, pastoral assistants in, in the parishes, uh, deacons, I think, uh, organized this uh, event to, in one day, in several parishes, to do something openly, uh, in an open way, to bless all couples in the name of love because love is above all barriers and the congregation of the faith has no right to say to 
forbid these unions and even more to even impede the blessing of love. Love is beyond any barrier, beyond any uh, limit. Now, uh, the problem here that we find in this kind of understanding of love is the very secularized understanding of love and uh, the way to manipulate the, re the, the mystery of love. The way to understand love as a kind of expression of one's feeling, any possible feeling, instead of being the, the manifestation of a union which is according to God's creation. But if we go a little bit deeper and see the very root of the problem, now we have a society, especially the Western society, almost uh, uh, united in uh, fostering these rights of in claiming these rights of the homosexual people because any person has a right to express himself and any person has a right to basically to wish to have any union with any any person and so on the the problem here is the response <coughs> Uh, the, the, better to say, the way these priests are acting is a clear manifestation that they have fully embraced the mentality, the secularized mentality of the world, and especially they have made their own this, uh, this kind of mindset of the world, that is, Love is as no uh, love does not need any any truth. Love is uh, by itself uh, true and uh, has to be expressed in any possible in any possible way. And you know that uh, it's quite uh, often that uh, these people claiming in general and now also priests within the church are siding with this mentality these people claiming any possible right any any kind of union to be approved for homosexual people uh, they normally fight against all those opponents uh, by uh, libelling them, these people with the, the word homophobic. They are homophobic, right? Have you heard this word many times, homophobic? What does it mean per se? Phobic from phobia, Greek, which means to be afraid of, to fear something. And homo? to be afraid of something which is uh, of diversity, 
diversity according to their own understanding of diversity. So homophobic is a person who fears that another person might be different from my own understanding, my own mindset. But with this definition of a person who, uh, of, a, of the, even the doctrine of the church is homophobic, the catechism of the Catholic Church is homophobic, because it says clearly that the only possible union is between a man and a woman, and this union has to be uh, grounded in marriage, right? In a sacramental marriage. Even the catechism is homophobic, because it fears the diversity, fears to acknowledge that another person might think differently from what I, I think. So this person, this catechism, this teaching, the church is homophobic. But the point I want to make now is this. Is this right? Is it true that the church, the catechism, and the people affirming that the only union is between man and woman, condemning homosexual acts, not the people, the people we respect, the persons, we condemn the acts which are immoral, which are against, the, against nature, against the will of God. Are these people truly homophobic? Or is it that those who attribute to their opponents, their enemies, the title of homophobic, are in fact discriminating people? Why? If, you, if, you, if we now reflect more on this definition of homophobia, to be afraid of something different, uh, of the equal, of the same-sex unions, which per se homophobia is to be afraid of, to be scared by the same-sex unions, so, uh, is homophobia, in fact, a way to defend the person? And even to, to, to shield, so to say, the homosexuals? Or is a way instead to uh, insult them and to discriminate them? Why do I say that? Because Homophobia, homophobic, is a way to basically to foster the ideology of homosexualism, which means to wish that the homosexuality might be might be accepted as something normal, and uh, especially to justify the homosexual acts. But. Uh, if we say that those who uh, are not in agreement with this mentality are homophobic, we are basically considering the dignity of a person exclusively from the point of view of his, her sexual inclination. Because homophobic are those who are against 
these sexual acts. So we basically say, or these people basically say, that uh, uh, those people they wish to defend from homo homophobic attacks are basically to be considered only on account of their own sexual inclinations. So the dignity of the person, in the consider according to this consideration, is basically something coming exclusively from the personal subjective sexual inclination, not from the dignity of the person as such. The dignity of the person is not based on the sexual inclination, but rather on the person as such, the person as uh, the subject who is worthy living, the subject who is and is different from another subject, another person. So the point here is, and I think this should be clear, because even within the church, these pastors doing such blessings for political reasons, anything you want, are embracing the same misleading concept of dignity of person brought forward by these people, these uh, gender theory uh, defenders and any person siding with them, but they are in fact discriminating the people rather than defending their dignity, rather than uh, defending the rights of the people. Homophobic then is not a way to defend the dignity of the person, it's rather the way to describe the person exclusively on account of his, her, his, her uh, sexual inclination. So basically we determine the dignity of the person on account of something accidental, the sexual determination, which is a component important of our life, but it is not my own being, it is a quality of my life. I'm not a person because I'm a man, a male, and you a person because you're a female. I'm a person because I'm a human being. And to be a human being means to be created by God with a spiritual soul and having a body from my parents. And being a substance complete in itself and uh, uh, with a dignity for the fact that I, ha that I am a person and uh, I can never be confused with another person. Dignity comes then to the person for the fact that that uh, individual is a person, a spiritual subject, and not from the fact that I am a male, you are a female, I can be any kind of gender that I wish to become tomorrow and uh, another day. So the dignity of the person, in other words, is not to be evaluated on account of this uh, genderism, of this uh, gender 
feeling, we should say. And you know that now we have come to even more than 70 possible genders by which we can identify, we should say, uh, an uh, individual person. Even more than 70 genders. There is a kind of fluidity of the way the people perceive themselves today to be a woman, to be a transsexual, to be a lesbian, to be, I don't know, there are many other way, ways to, to be, to feel, to, to, to wish to be, and so on. But you understand, if we now have to follow this fluidity, which changes rapidly, day after day, according to the culture, according to the feelings of the people, we condemn the person to be what people feel the person is. So in this way, the person is reduced to a mere object in the hands of this genderism, this ideology. Are we in this way defending the dignity of the person which is inviolable now and always? Or are we just defending some personal interests of few people trying to manipulate society by uh, pushing onto uh, the, the public sphere this kind of argumentations? So this is the very problem which lies behind all the discussion, this uh, genderism, homosexualism, is not, in fact, the way to defend the dignity of the person, but is rather the way to offend the person, because the person is reduced, is simply reduced to his, her, sexual component, sexual feeling, sexual ability, so basically, the person is, his, her sex and nothing else. So this is something very anti-human, we should say. So at the end of the day, who is really defending the dignity of the person? The catechism of the Catholic Church. The Church, as a mother, who defends always every person for the fact that that subject is a person. And again, the fact that a man, a woman, is a person does not depend on my gender. It depends on the fact that I am created by God. I have been given a precious gift, which is my spiritual soul, my spiritual life, my eternal life. And with the gift of having a grace from God, san uh, uh, for the fact that I have sanctifying grace, this is even another gift, perfecting my human nature, lifting it up to a supernatural status, 
the status of being a, a son, daughter of God. <clears throat> uh, I think this is something important to say because, because uh, we are facing a clear ideology an ideology which is very much spread in our society, this is like a dogma in our society. And uh, in Italy, at this precise moment, they are trying to push a particular, to pass a particular law, uh, which is a way to shut the mouth of anyone who has something to say about this problem about homophobia, about homosexualism. If someone even says, for example, from the pulpit, that God created man, male and female, this is already a discrimination of those who are neither male nor female, of those who feel to be something different. So I can't. If this law, which is, I think, the worst in Europe, is passed, it means that we priests cannot even read any more the Bible publicly because we discriminate those who think differently. In England, there is the possibility to claim the religious freedom. And in the name of religious freedom, you can still read the Bible and say that Man is male or female. Uh, but uh, with this kind of uh, draft of a law, this bill, uh, even, even religious freedom is put aside. In fact, it is not a matter of religious freedom here. First of all, it's a kind of uh, natural understanding of what man is. Of course, we can also say that there is a religious freedom, there should always be a religious freedom to, to read the Bible and to say what the Creator did since the beginning. But per se, it is not just a matter of religious freedom, it is a matter of being humans, of understanding what human nature is, with a reason open to reality, to reflect on reality and to see that naturally the union is between man and woman. But anyway, this to say that uh, this kind of uh, law, which is now under uh, kind of in discussion, is, uh, is uh, discussed in Parliament, is basically aiming at stopping any kind of reaction to the homosexual uh, genderism ideology. The, the, even the worst situation is not even the fact that these people are trying to pass this bill. The worst situation is that this mentality, this genderism, ideology has fully been embraced in the Catholic Church by priests, by people within the Church. This is even worse, of course, worse than a law 
that can be passed in a parliament. Because it means that now part of the church is completely uh, leveled on this mentality, secular, worldly mentality. But it is a mentality that uh, is directly against the person. And we have to have the freedom and the compassion towards anyone and the love for our neighbor to be able to stand up and say, this is wrong. You people advocating the freedom of any possible love are not loving people. You are discriminating people. You are reducing people to what they feel to be, to their feelings, which change continuously. Is this not the premise to come to a kind of this uh, uh, humanity? Uh, kind of uh, world against humanity and man is now unfortunately uh, destined to, to be anything to even uh, go be beyond humanity and uh, to become something else something and to justify of course any possible union not only union between uh, humans anymore but union also with animals why not union any kind of union but this is the very premise to uh, pave the way for any possible new understanding of a human union or a kind of uh, trans-human union. Is this possible? It is already possible. It is something already happening. Uh, so, here we go. This is the situation now in the church. And this is the new heresy. A kind of heresy I don't know whether it is crypto, hidden, or it is public. It is quite public. But it is a heresy being spread. Homosexualism. What the solution to this problem? What is the solution? The solution is, I don't know. Uh, the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, the only possible solution, especially for letting people of goodwill understand and think of the true problem here at stake in this moment. Let's hope that Our Lady <coughs> very soon may triumph to dispel all these shadows of errors and death and to teach us the, the, the right way to go to God and to respect humankind. You know, another very funny thing is, uh, if, if we want to be a little bit ironic, <clears throat> uh, 
is the fact that uh, someone has already proposed to abolish the word mankind because it is homophobic, it is discriminating. You know, if you say mankind, you don't say womankind. You should say mankind, womankind, transgender kind, lesbian kind, and uh, any kind of kind. <laughs> so someone has proposed to say humankind instead of mankind. So you people have to update your English because mankind is no longer a word to be used. But another funny thing is that always making reference to this uh, bill uh, discussed now in Italy about homophobia is the fact that the people proposing the law are not even sure <laughs> whether homophobia is able to cover all possible attacks against homosexual people because according to them wrongly but according to them homophobia might even cover only those who are opposing homosexuals yes, uh, men basically but for example they think it is quite possible to cut off women who are homosexuals who are lesbians so we should also introduce the word lesbophobia otherwise we might discriminate the women <laughs> so because homophobia might mean only gay people so men but you might uh, forget women uh, but if you include now lesbians you forget transgender people <laughs> so you have to include also the transgender phobia and then you might forget someone else as I said there are 70 71 genders so you should find a right word to cover all possible uh, genders here to make sure that all these people are well covered by the law and they are not discriminated you understand in order to uh, safeguard the dignity of man they have to multiply all these words and words because this ideology is the, is uh, seems wishes to be the most inclusive one and to be inclusive they have to multiply the words to embrace everyone this is a funny thing but very significant of the mentality behind the this this law but the mentality behind the ideology